0: The angel Bible. Listen to what the Spirit
1: says. It's time for Daybreak.
0: Day Good morning. Today is Fear, Fear not, Friday. not Friday. And it is, it is February. It is February the 10th year of our lord 2023
1: and this is daybreak live with Nesbitts. <laughs>
0: me, Lord. Fall on me, Lord. Holy Spirit. Oh, wow. That was really, really good this morning. I needed that. Uh, Well, it's good to be here. Got cut off yesterday, didn't we? The wind was crazy in Tennessee yesterday, and uh, somehow blew our power out for a little while. But we're back. We're here. And we're in the book of Titus, and uh, we got to verse 4, as we have said, this is what you would call a Christian, we could call this the Christian Creed. Uh, this is a chapter that is so packed that, uh, you know, as Adam Clark said, or and others have said, if you... If someone's thinking about being a minister, if they feel called for the ministry, you know. Uh, uh, Brother Bob, I was thinking about you. Uh, Eli, you know. Eli. Eli, thinking about being a minister. Read Titus chapter 2. You know, anybody. Because this is Christian living. This is the desired living. This is what the Apostle Paul puts in a letter and kind of sums up in this line how older men should be. Here's what the elders of the church should look like, right? These are what the older women in the church should look like. This is how they should live. And we covered uh, quite a bit of that yesterday and it brought us up to verse four. Now, there was a question on here that I saw uh, that really I can't answer, but uh, it said, why were, women uh roman women and greek women grecian women uh why were they prone to much wine i don't really know i mean i've just uh read studies that uh, this is one of the reasons paul says this is because that women were very prone to drink a lot of a lot of wine and so uh, probably because of unfaithful husbands well, in that day. I was I
2: run around all
0: time. Well, I didn't feel very worthy, yeah, very I, cherished yeah. in that society or culture. Yeah. But, you know, th- there's something that, you know, to the day we live in, we're going to read some things, you know, we're reading things that, that our culture wouldn't want or would say they wouldn't want. But here's what I I truly believe this, and you can get mad at me if you want to, but I believe if a man becomes a biblical, godly man that God calls him to be, he will be the happiest, most content version of the man that he could be. And I believe the same thing for a woman. I believe if a woman uh, lines herself up with God's way, with God's will, with her creator, the one who created her, and doesn't listen as much to the culture in the world but listens to what god says about womanhood and what womanhood is i believe a woman finds great great fulfillment i believe when women are trying to be men and stepping out of their created role uh it doesn't go well uh, with them and i think vice versa doesn't go well that's just that's just my belief uh But the reality is you can get mad at the scriptures if you want to. And today, a lot of people do get mad at the scriptures. But this is what the scripture says. And this is what we're reading is what God says through the apostle Paul to Titus as he's ordaining elders. And remember the the point he says, and back in verse five, I left you here that you would get things in order and straighten things out. This is the point. So how do you straighten things out? okay, Titus, for you, I want you to speak things that become sound doctrine to the people and that's proper for sound doctrine. And then so he says, here's what the older men, you need to teach the older men. And carefully you need to teach them, but you need to teach the older men to be this way. Then we got to the older women. Likewise, in verse 3 yesterday, uh, that they be reverent in behavior that they not be not be slanderers, you know, not given to gossip and slandering people right uh, not given to much wine and and there's something I don't know if I said this yesterday, but I do want to say this the Christian we as Christians, this is all of us male, female, older, younger I believe we should become I believe the Holy Spirit is telling me that we we need to be less critical and more encouraging. We we don't need to jump on the bandwagon of criticism so quickly. You know, I know that's from the Lord. I I know that we should speak different. We should be the people that are just different. You know, we should be different. Anyway, that brings us to verse four. You know, uh, they're not giving much wine. Teachers are a good thing. Verse four, verse four says, that they admonished the young women. So he says, teach the older women to teach the young women. And then Lisa come over and spoke a little bit about this. And she said much about this. But when we start looking at the things that he says, teach the older women to teach the younger women, we're going to read things that would be like, you mean you got to teach? you got to teach the younger women to do this? I mean, just keep that in your mind as we read it. Teach the older women that they admonish the young women to love their husbands. That's not just natural. That's that's not just a natural thing. Okay, the Christian women that are followers of Christ, they're separate and teach them to love their husbands. Whatever that looks like, right? Teach the young women to love their husbands, to love their children. How do you have to teach young women to love their children okay well it is it's good for older women with more wisdom that that understands okay here's what the outcome comes if, if you raise kids this way young women then this is going to be your outcome yep. right and and older women know this better than the younger women because the younger younger women are just starting right and so and I'm saying this because in your mind you're like, how do you? Why do you need to teach a young women, uh, young woman, to love their children or to love their husbands? But yet he says, teach them. He says, older women teach them, teach them to love their children. Verse five, to be discreet, uh, discreet, careful in speech, is the momentum here. Careful how they talk, right? Chase. Teach the young women to be chaste. Be faithful to their husbands. Don't you know, don't be lewd, don't be running around.
2: And I just I think chaste is even more encompassing than that. Chaste means be faithful in your even your in your behavior, not just in your actions, but in your heart. Amen. You know, not prone to flirting or You know, people think, oh, it's just innocent, you know, da-da-da. No, it's not innocent. Yeah, young women don't need to be flirting with men. That's not chaste. You know, know. dress in a way. Dress at home in your bedroom for your husband, however y'all work it out. Okay? (laughs) But when you're out there with other people's husbands, you know, (laughs) or young men that are supposed to be looking upon you like a sister or a mother, dress in a way that is chaste and holy and not prone to leading them. They're having a hard enough time with Amen. the
0: world. They shouldn't be having a hard time in the church. Amen. That's good, baby. That's very, very good. Remember, though, if you want to talk a well, while, come over here where they can see your face. You
2: know, y'all are all up
0: in my <laughs> stuff right now, so I <laughs> You're welcome to come anytime. No, no, no. Charles, you're welcome guess, to come guess, to anytime. Guess, Girls, you're right. welcome to come and add in. Josh, right. anytime, <laughs> just come on over here. Chase. Okay, Chase. Something
2: about loving your children, just for a second. Here's, <laughs> here's why we gotta teach them to love their children, okay? Because sometimes people think loving your children is letting them do whatever they want to do. You know, it's giving them everything they want. It's it's uh, two people working two jobs day and night so they can buy toys and four wheelers and get your kid in every single activity. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with activities, okay? But the most important or having things or having things but the most important thing is you spending time with your kids have you lived you know that's a uh, fact being there in their lives my children were given the opportunity at one time Scott was offered a really really good high-paying job but it would mean he would have been gone and we all had a family meeting and my kids said they'd rather have daddy than all the stuff that that money could buy and now kids may not know that you may ask your kids, and they'll go, no, go. I want more stuff, okay? But that means that something ain't right in their heart, and you really need to be spending more time with them.
1: And,
2: and the other thing is about um, is about discipline. There are young moms out there that think, oh, I could never, you know, discipline my child. Now, to, to disciple... To discipline comes from disciple, which means to That's teach true. and to train. Okay? So, yes, you want to teach them and train them to do right and get at the heart of the matter, not just the action. You know, get get in their heart. Uh, tie ties with them. Play games with them. Be with them. I know how to do it. I don't always do it. But you, But this is, this is the key. <laughs> you got to get in there and tie ties with their hearts. And then you got to train them properly. That's right, but man. there are times... When you have to go to the Psalms, when it says, uh, uh, I mean, in Proverbs. Proverbs?
0: Yes. Sometimes you have to discipline. The 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 rod of
2: folly, folly yes. is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from them. There's another scripture that says uh, you want to spare that child from hell. It even says from hell. And it talks about, you know, needing to discipline them in a way that, you know, there's a direct correlation somehow God designed between the buttocks and the brain <laughs> and somewhere along the line it also gets to the heart you know so i'm not saying i'm saying if you're going to discipline discipline properly but you're Consistent. not really it's consistently in love. in love don't wait i see so many mamas out there they wait until they're picking a pull their hair out and then they lower the boom and start screaming at their kid that is not the way to train your child and i've done it too so i'm not You know, I'm saying I've done it. You're an older woman now teaching younger women. That's right. And I've done it both ways and I know what really actually is more effective. So older women, you know, learn these things if you hadn't already. So I promise you, if you don't do it when they're little, I've seen so many women my age, so worn out and they're raising their children's children. Right. Right because their children are so self-centered and so you know it's just so not good and the reason is because they haven't a lot of them just haven't been taught they haven't been taught if you do it god's way then a child is a glory and your children's children will be glory to you in your old age if not it will come back to bite you i've heard people say well i don't want to break their will well, you want to mold their will to be submissive to God's will or you will be visiting them in some detention center somewhere (laughs) or it will come back and bite you at some point. So anyway, those are my opinions and I feel like they're scripturally based and I hope that it is received in the manner in which it was intended.
0: Good job. I'll try
2: to be quiet now. Maybe.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I bet you can't be quiet. The next one's homemakers. (laughs) <laughs> but keepers of the home this is another thing this is totally get mad at God not me homemakers keepers of the home managers of the household right good obedient to their own husbands obedient to their own husbands yeah, I love the that. <laughs> yeah Lisa pulls that out often you ain't got to be obedient to somebody else's husband but you'll be obedient to your husband uh, but the, even the word, that just reading this, think about it, Just reading this makes people mad. Obedient to your husband? Nobody wants to be obedient to anybody. Nobody wants to be obedient to anybody. Don't want to be obedient to elders. Don't want to be obedient to God. No. Uh-oh, come on. <laughs> All
2: right, so I got to back up just for a second, ladies. Love your husbands. And I don't always do right on this one either, okay? God created men to thrive on respect god wants respect and he created man in his image and men want respect and i i I fail my husband so many times in this so many times when i'm trying to be constructive or helpful it comes off as disrespectful or sometimes i'm just flat out disrespectful I'm just am. you know, and God helped me. He's working that out with me for 36 years and he's still working <laughs> on me. I'm sorry, husband.
0: you're a good wife.
2: but here's another thing, okay so that love your husband and I and we don't always get this right either. but ladies, there's like a 72 hour rule. for some men there's a 48 hour rule, there's a 24 hour rule. Love your husband. Do not defraud him. make sure there's plenty of intimacy. In your relationship, okay, because he needs that for his brain to be clear and his life to be good, he needs that, he needs that connection with you. And you know, it's too easy to go, Oh, I don't have time, the pressures of life, the pressures of the kids and the house. And da, 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 da. this area needs to be really, 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 really up close to the front because everything else is not going to fall in place. Good, a happy husband will help you in your life so very much, and husbands. Be sure to love your wives because we are created to thrive on love. Now, for different women, love means different things. For some women, love means you take that trash out without her saying it. You know, for some women, it means you speak kindly to her. But for all women, they want some time and some intimacy with you. Not just physical intimacy, but emotional intimacy. And I'm not trying to usurp authority over any men. I'm just trying to give you some hints. You want your wife to be all loving to you and women? be loving anyway, but it goes a whole lot easier for your wife if you'll be loving to her. Is that okay?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Y'all got that? Don't, <laughs> don't put him off. Love on your man. <laughs> All
0: right.
2: Yes, I went there. Cause somebody needs
0: to. Great <laughs> chase. Let's see that the word of God may not be blasphemed or another way to say that, that the word of God <laughs> may not be dishonored. Here's a thing to think about. What about if we tried to live our life in a way that did not dishonor the Holy Scriptures?
2: What? Wouldn't that look different than
0: the world today? And Lisa Lisa brought something out that a lot of people don't realize because... Because most people, let's be honest, most people, they're not here on daybreak with us, okay? Or they're not going through books of the Bible. They're not reading the Bible every day. Most people do not, okay? I'm telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. You know it. And so what they don't realize is the Bible, the holy word of God, because it is given to us from our creator, speaks to every single area that you could imagine in your life. It is the instruction Amen. manual on how to live. It is. And it speaks to every but people I, I, I am amazed that people will say, Brother Scott, the Bible really talks about that? Yes, it does. It talks about all of these things. And it is an instruction manual. But if but if all you if all your Christianity is nothing more than I show up at church, I try to be there every Sunday or every Saturday, according to which day you go. And, you know, when I try to listen to a sermon every week, it, that's not enough to really understand what God says on all these issues. Amen. And God speaks to every issue that you could imagine in your life, in marriage, in child rearing, in, in guiding homes and how to work. It, it speaks to all of it, but it takes time and some devotion to actually read.
2: Amen. Go to, a local, go to a bookstore if you can find one, and you will find aisles of, of
0: Self-Help. Isles of Self-Help, Isles of
2: it, and you will find <laughs> about a three-by-five section of Bibles.
0: Yeah, that's okay? right.
2: So people are missing it. Get the Bible. It's the best well, self-help. It is, it is.
0: It is. It is. Your Holy Scripture is the best self-help that there is out there. I mean, because it's God's help. Amen. And the word of God gets in us and it clean, cleans us. But the attitude here is, is that I may, and that young women teach the young women, but this is for all of us, that we live our lives in a way that the word of God is not blasphemed, that the word of God is not dishonored, but that we honor it. That's right. Likewise, exhort the young men to be sober-minded uh, in all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, incorruptibility. Now, we switched in verse 6. Likewise, exhort the young men. Now, Titus can exhort the young men, you know. He exhorts the older men and he exhorts the young men, but he says, but Paul says, Titus, you tell the women to teach the young women. In other words, Titus is not to directly be teaching the young women, and this is something that's a good... uh, good lesson to learn in the church. Amen. But if you don't have older women in the church, it'll, that'll, that'll start Surprise. teaching the younger women. <laughs> so that's what you need. I mean, there that, that's what you need. Uh, but young men need to be sober minded as well. And we're out of time. We're way over time. So I'm, I'm going to have to stop here. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you need to be sorry, baby. I think, you know, if you, you felt pressed to come and talk about those things and, uh, Yeah, Rich, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth, Bible. I like that. That's right,
2: and also, I like to look at it as the owner's manual. Can you drive a car without reading it? Maybe, probably, but if you want to know all the bells and whistles and ins and outs, read the owner's manual. This is our instructions.
0: I'm going to read just a, a couple of things that some people said here. Yes, James, that's good, James. Glad to see you here, James. Love you, buddy. Charles says, Charles Rogers says, I've learned so much about his will and not living, and living, excuse me, his will and living that just cannot be, I'm going to put this up so y'all can read it. This is Charles Rogers. I've learned so much about his will and living that just cannot be learned from an hour every week of his word through the preacher's message. Amen. That's a fact. You're right, Charles. And, and. And this is, this is why Daybreak was started. You know And I realized? We've been doing this now for four or five years, Lisa, like since 2018. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how long we'll go, but we're still going. We're still going. And I want to say thank you for being here. I encourage you getting your Bibles. I want to say for this weekend, Shabbat Shalom. I hope you have a peaceful Sabbath. I hope you have a peaceful first day of the week. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful church service. Uh, And I want you to just be blessed by the Lord. And I know that if we read the Holy Scriptures and then if we conform ourselves to the teachings of the Holy Scriptures, brothers and sisters, we will have the best life. We will. And
2: we had some special prayer requests. Special prayer requests. Yeah, one for Tammy... Tammy, Tammy, Crick, Tammy, she just Crick?
0: says, "Pray for me." All right, Amen. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna pray, gonna pray for you, sure Tammy. To pray for her this morning, and somebody I can't find it
2: now. Whose baby brother's having heart issues? I think it says, or I couldn't tell if it said.
0: What's uh, the name, Courtney.
2: honey? Courtney. Courtney. Courtney, I think.
0: Okay, let's pray. I hate when I can find it, let's pray, baby. It's okay. We're gonna pray for everybody that's asked for prayer, okay? Y'all join with me. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Tammy to you, our dear sister. We love her so much. We ask you to touch her and bless her and help her. Lord, we lift up Courtney to you, and we lift up everyone else that is topped in. Please pray for me. Those that'll top in, pray for me later on today as they watch this episode. Lord, we are asking you to hear the prayers of your people. Lord, you're the one who said it. You said before you even ask, I will hear. And I love you for that because you know our needs. But God, we do bring them to you. And you say, even though you're sovereign and even though you know all things, you still tell us to bring ourselves to you and bring our prayers to you. Come to you, all that labor and are heavy laden. And you said you will give us rest for our souls. Lord, thank you for rest for our souls today. Thank you for a touch of the Holy Spirit that came to me today as we were singing this song, as Megan was singing, Lord. I I praise you for that. And thank you for my brothers and sisters that are watching. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. All right, guys, Lord willing, we'll see you next week. And I'd say next week we'll finish the book of Titus. Lord willing. Uh, Have a great weekend, and uh, Shabbat Shalom. Bye.